But I'll just say this. Every single one of you, you know how hard we've worked. I don't need to have people pointing the fingers one thing or another. You get your rear end in there and you play the way you know how to play. We can win the game. We're going to open it up. We're going to go fast tempo. Defense, get after Jordan Love. You can't give him that much time. You do what you're supposed to do. We'll win this game. All right. That's got Michael fighting. But I'll just say this. fun jimmy johnson jimmy johnson with the uh the hype speech there the halftime emotional rally that will turn around that last the most embarrassing <laughs> loss of the of the playoffs didn't work jimmy uh he mustered up every ounce of energy that that old man had to get that speech i tell you i feel like that is the embodiment <laughs> of the frustration Cowboy fans must be feeling after. He, he was looking right at the camera and said it. He was he, he was about to cry. Poor Jimmy. Welcome to Bench with the Tovar <laughs> Brothers. Uh, Joey here, joined by my brother Angel. What's up, man? What's up? Hello. Um, Wildcard weekend has come to an eh, not an end. I mean, the days are over, but the wildcard weekend continues. Yep. Uh, partially because of Mother Nature, partially because we're going to have a playoff game on a Monday night. Back-to-back, doubleheader? <clears throat> yeah, so what we end up getting uh, this wildcard weekend is... Three back-to-back, uh, three doubleheaders, basically, on Saturday, Sunday, and then tonight, Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you enjoyed some good, good football. Um, even the blowouts were fun because of the storylines attached to them. And um, it was just a good time. There's so, so much to talk about. Yes. There's so much to get into. Before we get into that, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for joining us. If you're new to the channel, welcome to our Hi. humble abode. Hello. We never named this place, did we? No. Welcome to the studio. We'll name it, um, or maybe someone should add, you know, in, like in yeah. the comments. Yeah, if you get a name, name please. I know yeah. several of you out there are very talented wordsmiths. I've seen your work, uh, mostly directed at insulting us, but but that's maybe if you direct it toward positivity, positive and creativity, and creativity, um, you could possibly do that. Anyway, uh, welcome to the channel. Please uh, like the uh, video you're watching now would be great, and then subscribe to the channel and um, enjoy the playoffs with us. We go three times a week, no matter what. And um, we mean it, man. And I mean, honestly, that's like a, I say that like a badge of honor. But honestly, I couldn't wait to talk about football today. Oh man! Oh yes, <clears throat> I was. I woke up today like let's get on the show as fast as we can. I couldn't wait. Football was so good. This it was weekend. a really good time. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, iHeart uh, Radio, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcast, thanks so much for enjoying the audio version of Bench with the Tovar Brothers. We love you out there. And then, of course, follow us on our platforms on social media: Instagram X. Uh, Twitter and TikTok, search at Bench Show, spelled just like that. And uh, we're putting up stuff there all the time, uh, following the league as best we can, putting up some breaking news. And as we get into the offseason, you're going to want to be on those platforms unless um, you're going to be checking Twitter every now, every uh, five seconds. We'll do that for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so much going up, so much happening in <clears throat> playoff football and in non-playoff football. The head coaching stuff's really starting right. to turn now. Yep. And then playoff football is just really fun to talk about. There's a lot heating up. Go ahead and follow us on those platforms, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll hang out there during in between the shows. Um, I think that's all I have for our housekeeping. Let's get into some Monday bananas. Why don't you get us started there? 
All right, uh, one billion bananas uh, to NFL fans who had to sit through Jimmy Johnson's halftime speech that inspired <laughs> absolutely no one, especially the Cowboys, who lost 48 to 32 to the NFL's youngest team. Just an old man. Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> 100 bananas to Chiefs fans for filling the stadium despite zero degree temps and a negative degree, negative 24 degree wind chill. Props to you for creating that environment that we love so much, but. Minus bananas after you get those hundred for making us endure more of freaking Taylor Swift and her cringy dancing, and then Patrick Mahomes' wife, wherever the hell her name is, trying to lean into the shot to be a celebrity. Thank God Jackson Mahomes is temporarily canceled. We begin that idiot too. The one positive thing about this whole Taylor Swift being in in the NFL is that we don't see Jackson Mahomes anywhere yes. at all. He is currently uh, dealing with uh, some legal trouble. Oh, Good luck, buddy. <laughs> Better call Saul. What you got? <laughs> Uh, 200 bananas to Matthew Stafford for going back to uh, uh, Detroit, despite the NFL, uh, the Lions fans booing him, despite him getting concussed and, and blacking What's out mid-game. This guy still went there and tore it up. Matthew Stafford, we're pro Matthew Stafford. What the hell, Lions fans? What the hell? Yeah, I, I, I hope that was just more about getting Jared Goff's back then. But Matthew Stafford deserved better than no, that. No, yeah, his he family did. deserved better than that. His kids... What uh, the his hell? kids were wearing jackets saying Detroit born LA raised. That's I right, mean, they're, baby. They're still showing uh, they're still showing some love to yeah. the 313. They're not they're not neglecting you. They just moved on. 20 Get bananas. Sorry, 20 bananas an hour to the good people of Orchard Park, New York for shoveling snow all night long for $20 an hour. See what I did there? Yeah. Uh-huh. 20 bananas an hour, 20. Um clever. They just make them different up there. They make them different in the cold. I saw some of those fools shirtless not a t- I am freezing right now. It's about 50 degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got uh, 300 bananas to 49ers fullback Kyle Juszczyk for crediting his wife for a custom Taylor Swift uh, Travis Kelsey jacket. By the way, Taylor Swift did not credit her one time. Shout out to all the husbands out there who are still gassing up their wives. This, this, this is for you guys. And, and shout out to her. That, it, was, it was a dope jacket. I mean, you got to imagine that just Taylor Swift wearing it and showing it off like that did just enough for Kelsey's wife. You can like tag her uh, or my something. My other point is, I don't give a crap about her jacket, about who made it, about Kyle Juszczyk's wife. Do not care. Go away, please. This is not about her. This is about Kyle Juszczyk and his wife. I don't Kyle care Juszczyk about them Gassi either. Oh, wow, wow. All right, never mind. 66 bananas to Benjamin Cap. You know who that is? No. Benjamin Cap is a season ticket holder for the Detroit Lions for the past 66 years. He is 89 years old. He was present for yesterday's playoff win. He was also present for the 1957 Lions NFL Championship. That's a long time to watch your team suck. Props to you, Mr. Mr. Cap. Yeah, he was loving it. I saw a lot of Lions fans crying last There was night. grown man tears last yeah, night. Yeah, that, that's some grown man tears. Okay, Perfectly else? acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get to uh, the news here. And uh, the news got off to a... Um, Fast start this weekend with the uh, Patriots making decision at at making decision to as to who will be their head coach uh, for the foreseeable future, and that is former inside linebacker coach Jared Mayo as um, the new coach, the successor to Bill Belichick, as kind of they planned it out. There's yeah. a lot of speculation, and all the while, uh, we they already had it planned out. Yeah, Jared Mayo, um, congrats to you. That's a you know the roster talent wise isn't great. But you're a head coach of of the NFL. Last year, people didn't want the Texan job because they had nothing. Now look at them. Who knows what this might bring to this team? 
get you draft a quarterback. Who knows where you could be? You could be the Texans next year. Absolutely. I mean, they they still need a GM, so he'll get to uh, <clears throat> I guess kind of have a say. I'm not sure how they yeah they haven't had to do that in a while. Maybe um, it'll be Bill Belichick in like disguise. He'll just be the GM. I, I don't think it'd be a bad. Well, no, He's a terrible, terrible GM. Yeah, never, never <laughs> terrible. But maybe if that's all he has to focus on. Maybe. Yeah, 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 maybe. Uh, speaking of GMs, the Commanders have a new one, Mr. Adam Peters. Very good looking young man. Yeah, I saw pictures of what a stud. Very handsome. I that had to go into the high end process. Very, very handsome. Yeah. Of course, he's from um the uh 49ers staff where yep. they're just all handsome. Yep. Um but the position he goes into here is the commander's GM is actually a pretty great spot. Uh-huh. It's a pretty fun spot. He gets a number two roll pick. Um, he gets six picks in the top one hundred picks, or hundred and two picks, and nine picks overall. So right away he can just Pee all over this fire hydrant. He can put his stamp on this roster for sure. Yeah, start crafting his team. Yep. So you you would think, you know, if they don't trade up, Drake May. Like it's a quarterback. At, at least you get Drake May. Like that's like like yeah. you can like count on that. <clears throat> or I mean, there's some uh, drama building about Mr. Uh, Caleb Williams not wanting to go to the Bears. Yeah, so yeah. Or they trade up. Maybe, yeah, either, yeah. Uh, yeah, either way, there's a quarterback coming your way. You have a lot of cap space, you have a lot of draft picks. <clears throat> this is how you Build your team. $75 million in cap space. And also, he's going to be able to pick a head coach here because uh, Riverboat Ron obviously was run out of town. So he'll get to pick his co- head coach, his uh, quarterback, and uh, his free agents. So that's, how you that's all it. you want. That's that's the best you can have. If it doesn't work out, it's on him. But this is what he yeah. wants. So like, this yep. is all on me. Uh, uh, good for you. And good for Commanders <clears> fans. <throat> a new day has, has started. A new era. Enjoy it. Yes. The Dan Raiders Siders. are hoping for a new day and that is one led by Antonio Pierce. Max Crosby says that he will explore trade options if the Raiders do not hire Antonio Pierce. Tighten the screws to Mr. Davis. Yeah. Um, I saw um, uh, and Antonio Pierce have some head coach interviews already. Why are you even joking about this, uh, Raiders? I know, I know there's a lot of good coaches out there. There's Harbaugh and there's a lot of good guys out there, but... If your best player on your team says he'll tr- he'll want out if you don't hire this guy, hire the guy. Yep. I, see, I don't, this is easy. You see the motion I did with tighten the screws? That's not I've never tightened screws like that. That's more of the uh, purple nurple. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, That's to, <laughs> to your point though. Breathtaking analysis. Yeah, I think you uh you have to keep him. You have to you have to keep him now. The players want him. You've sucked for for a couple years now with your choice at head coach, the John Gruden fiasco. Um, um, gosh, his names are Josh McDaniel. Yeah, disaster as he always is. Um, why not let the players have a shot? You've missed on a couple times. Let the players, <laughs> let the players have a shot. He, I mean, they won. Uh, at a decent clip. Yeah, I think either way, Antonio Pierce is gonna be head coach somewhere. He proved it. Yeah, this year it's today. crazy. Yeah, I mean, um, good for you. Raiders should def. I don't know what they're messing around with. Just hire him right now. Um, are you for this? Uh, these threats. If you're a Raiders fan, do you like to see this? Um, no, no. I mean, if I'm a Raider fan and like, no, I, I'm not loving it. Right. But, um, I understand it because yes, if yeah. you're a Raider fan, you're like, well, we were good under him. My thought would be like, I don't want anything if there's, cause if there's a better coach out there, cause Antonio Pierce is great. If Mike Rabel says, Hey, I want to come, come to the Raiders. Yeah. You want your ownership to be able to like not have to deal with, Oh, but my best player might leave. Yeah. You want to be able to make the right decision there without having to deal with something that might cloud his vision. So for that reason, I don't love it, but whatever. Maybe get, they get him back next year and they win the Super Bowl. Um, wow. <laughs> um, quick thing here about Hard Knocks. I don't know if you saw this. <clears throat> In-season Hard Knocks has been around for three years, uh-huh. and it has not been a good luck charm. No, no. 
Uh, let's uh, take a little journey down um, memory lane oh, for in season hard knocks. It's messy back here. <laughs> what the it's hell gross. is that? <laughs> uh, in 2021, they they went with uh, the Colts. I believe that was Carson Wentz and the Colts. Oh God! Mm-hmm. Uh, they obviously had an end of season collapse. They lost to the Jaguars in a winner go home week 18. And Jacksonville fans were wearing clown costumes to the final game. That's how you do it. God, oh. that's bad. So, 0 for 1. Over 1. So, it didn't work out <clears throat> in Indy. The next year, they go to uh, Arizona. 2022 is the year Kyler Murray tore his ACL, and Cliff Kingsbury was fired. And that one shady GM did weird things that yes. were super shady. If you yes. don't know what I'm talking about, please Google it. It's Ge- a- Google giant head GM. Wild <laughs> he sh- he story. It's a wild story. I think it's Steve Kime. Steve Kime. Um or whatever the hell his name is. But, yeah, uh, so 0 for 2. And then uh, this past season, uh, do you know where they're at this season? Miami. They were in Miami with the Dolphins. South Beach. And uh, we just saw what happened to Miami. They collapsed at the end of the, uh, end of the season. They lost the AFC East to the Bills in Week 18. And then they get shellacked in the freezing cold weather of Kansas City to go and send them home. Yeah, they're off to Cancun now on vacation. Now they got to go pay Tua? No, uh, next. Uh, this is his last year of his fight of of his rookie right, deal. Right. So now, usually this is when they, they get the yeah. extension. Um, so you got to decide if you're going to pay Tua. Um, yikes! It's it's bleak. Yikes! Because um, you're kind of wondering. We 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 said this like they lost. Like so, what do you change now? Yeah. Like, so if your team next year, it's rumored to get uh, hard knocks. Maybe I mean, cool that there's going to be more content on your team. Just say no. Not cool that your team's probably going to suck. Just say no. Look at the Jets and the Dolphins is here. Both did not have great luck. Forgot about the Jets. Uh, And then this morning, Monday morning, it was reported that Jim Harbaugh, fresh off a natty with the Michigan Wolverines, uh, with the greatest Michigan quarterback, by the way, that he said in uh, in Wolverines history, Mister McCarthy. Shout to Tom Brady. That's everyone's first thought. (laughs) What about Tom Brady? What about Tom Brady? (laughs) Uh, Jim Harbaugh uh, will be in LA today. Uh, He's he's here. What's up, man? Maybe we'll see him. Come on through. Um, Put you right here. <laughs> it's cold here, though. Uh, to meet with the Chargers <clears throat> for their head coaching job. Harbaugh is 60 years old. Um, and, yeah, we'll see if his love, future should be in L.A. Love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. One, you get Justin Herbert with an actual head coach. Herbert not, Harbaugh. Not Brandon Allen or whatever the hell his name is. What, uh, what was his name? I, I, I forgot his name. Brandon Allen. It was Brandon Allen. Yeah. It? Yeah. A fake head coach. Fake tough guy, terrible head coach. Was that his name? Whatever. Did we already forget about him? Well, he's already lost in the. You keep going. I'm gonna look at um, what his name was. And two, the AFC West. If you were gonna get Jim Harbaugh, you would have Andy Reid, Jim Harbaugh, Sean Payton, and Antonio Pierce or whoever hell uh, the hell they do hire. What a fantastic conference of of head coaches. So win win. Harbaugh gets back in the NFL. Last time we saw him, he was losing in the Super Bowl, right? Or no, no, not, last the last image we have of him is in his is him losing to his older brother or younger brother, um, in in the Super Bowl. I, this is fantastic. Please make this happen. I knew it wasn't right. Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley. Brandon Allen is the is that is that one rep. Isn't he a backup quarterback? No, Brandon <clears throat> Brand Allen is that oh, one. Yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon Staley. Uh, sorry, it took me a minute because I looked up Chargers quarterback. Oh, sorry, Chargers uh, head coach and uh, Jim Harbaugh came up. Mm. So, the internet believes that there is something going on. No, uh, I, it's so. I, what, what I've read, there's no. It's the first of um, what will be a couple of interviews. So little, nothing's going to happen today. Little meet and greet. Like, hey, John. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, Jim. You know, you know, this is L.A. This is the th- show. Show them the side. Show them the pretty things over here. Yeah. Shouldn't be. Uh, I mean, I mean, 
We'll see. We'll see. That'd be great news for the Chargers. Okay, let's get to a game recap of the games we have from Wildcard Weekend so far. Was a fantastic start to uh, Super Wildcard Weekend. Not sure what makes it super. I think it's. I mean, those extra teams. I guess those two extra teams that they added. A couple Just years a way ago. for them to sell it more, baby. And they Super Wildcard Weekend sold the crap out of it. Uh, okay, the, the whole weekend started with a Browns Texans game that um, had a lot of fans feeling good over in uh, in Dallas or not Dallas in uh, where the Houston Texans play. I know Texas, but like Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Houston, right? I don't think they're they're one of those teams that plays outside of their own like 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 the Giants play in New Jersey. I don't think they're one of those teams. Like yeah. the Niners play in, in Santa Clara. No, they're in Houston. Um, the best team in Texas, by the way. I'm now like thinking about their name. What a power grab! Just to say we're going to be called the Texans. Yeah, Houston claim the whole state. Houston in Texas already. Houston that's, Texas. Yeah, it's like saying the L.A. Californians. Yeah, that's such a power move. And they proved it on Saturday. I mean. Yeah. Woo! I digress here. Uh, they beat the Browns 45 to 14. Holy crap. In an old fashioned booty whooping. Um, it started off pretty pretty good, though. Pretty even, you know? Yeah. Yeah. CJ Stroud is here. Um, that <laughs> announcement has been made and heard very clearly. He goes for 274 yards, three touchdowns. I believe all those were in the first half. Um, this just wasn't a close game. No. Um, Joe Flacco showed that he still is Joe Flacco. He is capable of being a good quarterback for a couple weeks. But at the end of the day, there's a reason he's bounced teams last couple years. And um, C.J. Stroud showed he is the premier upcoming quarterback in the NFL, at least until Sunday came. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. A um, couple of things about this game. I know you have some stuff on C.J. Stroud. Um, the win for the Texans was obviously advancing to the next round is fantastic. It also is big because – um, these obviously are the two teams that did the whole Deshaun Watson trade and the yeah. Texans currently own the Browns first round pick. So in beating them, they help their own draft stock and a little shot at Deshaun Watson. Like, Hey, uh, did, did you see that picture? Oh yeah. Oh, Deshaun Watson. It's this thing back. I used to be that guy. Quite the glare. He's like, how was it? It's fun, huh? Don't get too close <laughs> to that owner though. <laughs> he will screw you. Uh, CJ Stroud is the first rookie quarterback drafted in the first round to win a playoff game since 2009 when uh, Mr. Buttfumble himself, Mark Sanchez, did it with the New York Jets. Um, CJ Stroud, I mean, he was just, he just, you can't say enough about the guy. He was impressive all the way throughout. He was unstoppable. He was making, I know the stat that you said was, was correct and is what everyone was worried about, that against man uh, coverage, he really, he hadn't been that good. He, and that was the blueprint kind of that the Jets laid out. And the, the Browns with a, a secondary every bit as, talented tried to do that too and he just torched them yeah he torched the blitz he torched zone he torched man coverage he he just went nuclear against yeah. this Browns defense yeah you know you know he's good that like I I saw this tweet the other day or or uh this morning you know someone's good is when you take their wide receiver so take you know Nico Collins right put him on any other team is he as good like he He's elevating an entire franchise. They should not have beaten the Browns. Like, on paper, like, Browns should have won. Like, 100% for sure. Stroud yeah. said, screw it, I'm going to do it. I don't know how to compare him to somebody. I don't know who's been this good this fast. Youngest quarterback ever to win a playoff game since 1950. I don't know. Who do you compare him to? Do you think this was an upset? 
No, 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 no. I'm thinking like, like if you're a broad scope, if you're like, okay, the Browns should beat this team. They're the okay. youngest team of football. You know, it's like you know, if you were like a basic fan, you would think oh, the Browns should win this game. Okay. But Stroud and this team of rookies and one-year contract guys just beat the crap out of the Browns. Yeah, I mean, at some point, this Browns offensive bubble is going to pop. You can only get it done for so long with Flacco, Hunt, David Njoku as your really your top receiver yeah. with uh, Cooper being hurt with that heel for the last couple of weeks. Um, that was that bu- that bubble is going to burst at some point. You were just hoping that this Browns defense could just do what they've been doing all season is could like, just shut down the yeah. Texans and. Woo. I mean, I just I picked the Texans for this reason. I just didn't think the Browns offensively were going to be able to um, keep up with the limited performance I thought uh, CJ Shower was going to have, even though he didn't. Yeah. Um, Can I ask you a question? Real we fast? need to talk about this. Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay, I want to. I want to because you're an Eagle fan. I want to ask you like straight up: Would you take Jalen Hurts or CJ Stroud? Jalen Hurts. Okay. I, I, I want to know where you, where, where you land with because. For me, I don't know where to put Stroud amongst the quarterbacks yet because he's yeah. it's a rookie. You don't know, like, I mean, it, ask me next year, but Jalen Hurts is twenty four year old playing the Super Bowl, went toe to toe with yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Like that's it, if, if I see CJ Stroud do that, but the fact that it's an argument is just just, just tell you how much. Oh, he's definitely yeah, up there. Already. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know where to put him as amongst quarterbacks. Yeah, I know not everyone would agree with me, and that's just that's your point. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's already in that conversation. Yeah, and you could obviously side with with the Jalen Hurts, but it's just crazy, like him or Burrow, him or Lamar Jackson, or him or these. Like he's already being compared to these elite superstar quarterbacks. He's twenty two yeah. or whatever. He just he just um. So we had the we had the I don't know where this even came from. I, we didn't mean to pin Jordan Love against C J Stroud. That wasn't like in any of our plans, but that just seemed to be the conversation. Maybe because they're the two young quarterbacks rising right now. Um, to me though, you watch him, man. He's just. He's just he reminds me of Joe Burrow a lot in that you're just not going to stop him. Yeah. You 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 could blitz him, he's just unflappable. Yeah. Like he does not panic. He just, he doesn't turn the ball over, which is the craziest thing for a rookie who's um, you know for for a rookie against that defense um with the pressure he was seeing like Miles Garrett didn't have a single sack. Also shout out to the rest of this team because CJ Stroud's getting a lot of shine. The defense balled out. The O-line was playing really really well. They were they were creating a Giant gaps for Singletary to look really good against. Like, the, this whole team is playing really well. And C.J. Stroud, as he should, is getting a ton of shine. But the way D'Amico Ryans has this roster that was, I mean, he made some changes. But this was the worst team in football last year. By far, the worst team in football, yeah. So, so to get this roster playing this well, you, you mentioned that, that Nico Collins point was dead on because we saw Nico Collins literally with another team last year with Davis Mills. And he was... Not the same. We didn't even think he was a piece. Now we're you like, know? how good is now Nico like, Collins? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, why are we not talking about Nico Collins? <laughs> I just, I mean, I, this what, this whole team is so impressive. And now, let's talk about them going forward here. <sighs> oh man. Okay, because they'll they'll face the uh, the the most likely the Ravens, I believe, unless the unless the Steelers win, then the Steelers will play the Ravens, and the um, Texans will play the Chiefs. Okay. Um, I think they beat the Chiefs. I'll take I'll take Texans over Chiefs. Yeah, I don't think they can beat the Ravens, but that is the game where it's like, if they beat the Ravens, it's they're gonna win Super. That's when we turn on. You're like, let's see what happens. <laughs> you just gotta step back, put your hands up. Like, I just want to see how this works out. I mean, Houston even in a Super Bowl is just so like, what? Yeah, like, you're, you're, I mean, like they want a playoff game, and you're still like, 
They can't win the whole thing. I guess thing, that though. belongs in Vegas, like kind of a bizarre, like, you know, they, you know, they do those weird shows yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, yeah, Texans and Super Bowl. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, the sky's the limit for these guys, though. I mean, the the crazy thing to me is that they're obviously years early. Yeah. They're going to have a full off season with cap and free agency and draft picks to add to this team. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't say enough good things about them. But on the other side, the Cleveland Browns, you don't really fault them for losing. Yeah. Because let me just list you again all the people that, that, that they were out. Right. Deshaun Watson, Jack Conklin, Nick Chubb, Jedrick Willis, Rodney McLeod, Maurice Hurst, Grant Delpit, Duan Jones, Anthony Walker. Season ending, out, did not help them this game. So you don't really blame them for losing. And now you're kind of hopeful for the future. Um, I mean, they don't have a first-round pick. They're still paying for the Watson deal, which ended up being... Uh, we'll see, we'll see, we'll, <laughs> we'll see, see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, currently, as of this year, I mean, it just ended now. They had $38 million, which they didn't spend on, on anything. Luckily enough, part of that rolls over. So they, next year, they, they, they would be, without that, $31 million over the cap. But thanks to that $38 million rollover, they're about $6 million. With restructures, they could, get, they could get up to $93 million because the cap is a fiction, and we don't know what it is. So basically, they could do a lot of restructuring to get $93 million worth of cap space. So that $38 million that, that, that they didn't use rolls over. So that's probably why they did that, to give them a little more breathing room this year as they kind of have to... That's a lot of numbers. So if you didn't follow that, basically there's a way that they're going to have a lot of cap space next year going into the offseason. A lot of good free agents out there. They could still add to this team. Um, it seems like they're going to try to bring back Nick Chubb yeah. after that injury. Uh, you, have to, you have to imagine they bring back some running back help behind him. And then Jack Jack Conklin is a pretty easy cut because you have Dewan Jones now. So you can save a good chunk of money there. So they have a little bit of more, you know, their GM's going to have to do a little bit of, you know, fixing maneuvering here to yeah. – but I think it's very possible for them to be back in the playoffs next year with yeah. a different team, better Seems offense. Seems like Jim Schwartz will be back. I mean, yeah. it's the fancy, obviously, coach of the year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the future's bright. It's just bravo for getting this far. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, and that's really it for Browns-Texans. It was just a great game. Texans move ahead here. We'll see if they play the Ravens or the Chiefs. Moving on um, was the cold game. The oh. Chiefs and the Dolphins, uh, zero degrees, negative 24 wind chill factor, and um, did not manage the Chiefs. I thought they looked – I think they had a little bit of um, the old Chiefs magic. I think it looked pretty good. They did only put up 26 points, but it was freezing. You know, like to put up 26 points in that environment, you know, was uh, was impressive. And honestly, they um, they uh, they showed off their new shiny toy in Isaiah Pacheco. Also, that defense showed up. The, the Dolphins are 1 for 12 on third down. They did not allow the Dolphins to do the Dolphins' um, offense to get in rhythm at all. That's the storyline for me. Is, is, is all year the Chiefs have been on and off an offense. The defense has been pulling them. Now you kind of finally got showed why the defense is very freaking good. Yeah, I mean, they, they showed t- the, I mean, we're gonna get to Dolphins in a second, but yeah, yeah stay on the Chiefs. Um, the the defense has played well all year. Uh, they've been one of the best defense all year. They're healthy now, even though uh, Mr. Bolton has a club on his hand. He's playing there, middle linebacker. He's very important to them. Uh, Legarius Need, um, also someone who I think didn't make the All Pro team. I think he made the Pro Bowl. Yeah, but he didn't make the All Pro team. He maybe should have. He owned Tyreek Hill. Yeah, there's a very famous clip that's going around right now of him just putting him into the dirt. Yeah, God, he dude. he played really really well and. Um, Rishi Rice in the first, uh, he'll be outshined, outshone, outshined, 
Uh, Puka Nakua had a crazy performance last night. Oh, yeah. set, set the record yeah. for rookie receiving yards. But Rishi Rice had a huge day uh, for the Chiefs, kind of filling that role that they need at receiver. Kelsey had a nice day, even though we're seeing him slow down, but he still has the solid hands, still could find the gap in his own, still has a crazy connection with Mahomes. Um, those two with Pacheco, we'll see if that's enough. I think they're kind of sharpening now. Like, these three guys are, that's it. That is it. That We're not going <laughs> to throw it anybody. Let me check who else touched the ball, because I doubt it was very many people, because it seemed like they were just funneling every touch uh, to them. You know, I, uh, I got it if you're right. I'm here. looking at it, too. Okay, uh, no one else had more than two catch. No one else had more than one catch than Justin Watson. <laughs> Everyone else had one catch or less. Uh, Kelsey had seven. Rishi Rice had eight. They're just doing that old offense that with the with Tyreek Hill, where it's just Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, but now it's Rishi Rice and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Of the thirty-four targets, twenty-two of them were to either Rishi Rice or Kelsey. We're not even we're not even talking about Pacheco. Uh, Pacheco, eighty-nine yards and a touchdown. He was he was key for them. I mean, he's going to be key for them throughout the whole playoffs, uh, just to keep them on schedule as an offense. They're just they're not they're still not making big plays though. That's no. the, that's the thing. No, they're still kind of like a I don't want to say game managey offense, but they're like just a like. Bit. Yeah, they just kind of figure out. They kind of take what the, what the defense gives them. They don't force anything anymore because I don't think they can. But Rishi Rice looks fantastic. Travis Kelsey isn't, like I said, isn't the same, but still, you know, better than most starting tight ends out there. Right. And, um, yeah, uh, Pacheco, in these kind of playoff games, we need to run the ball. You need to get the first down, those first downs, you know, uh, keep keep that, that clock rolling. Look fantastic. Uh, moving ahead here, they'll most likely face the Bills unless the Bills – uh, lose to the Steelers tonight, and then they'll go take on the uh, who would they take on the the Steelers? Um, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, uh, so the Steelers win, they'll play the Chiefs. If the Bills win, they'll play. I'm, I'm getting that wrong. You're confusing me. If the Steelers win tonight, if they beat the Bills tonight, they'll go play the Ravens. Okay, and then who would play? And then they would play the Texans. Yeah, we don't like them against the Texans. No, uh, they're really wait, rooting for the Bills. Bills win, even though don't if, like them against the Bills either. If Stroud could do that against the Browns, he could do it against the. Chiefs, right? Is there any? Would they be favored against the Bills or the Texans in your mind? Like, would they be favored picking? probably against the Texans? Like in Vegas, they probably would yeah. favor the Texans. Uh, you wouldn't pick them. Uh, the Chiefs. But I wouldn't pick. I wouldn't pick the Chiefs. Most likely, they're going to play the Bills. I made that a lot more complicated than it should be. Most likely, they're going to play the Bills yeah. next next round, and that's a tough matchup. Bills are playing well. Bills do just fine in cold weather. Yep. Obviously, we'll see that tonight. Hopefully, um, and another classic. You know, if we get it, Patrick Holmes versus Josh Allen game. We all want to yep. see that. Yep. Um, yeah, so, and I think they kind of proved, they kind of reassured everybody, like, hey, we still have Andy Reid, we still have Patrick Mahomes, we still have uh, Spagnoli calling, you know, that defensive unit. We're still the same-ish team, we're just fine. They they kind of put a lot of confidence in Chiefs fans, like, we're still the same, like, just chill out. I know, rough season, but we're here now. Chiefs have won at least one playoff game in every season that Patrick Mahomes has been their starting quarterback. That's the past six seasons. Let's look on the other side here at the Miami Dolphins, who now own the longest playoff drought in the NFL with the Lions winning. Last time they won a playoff game was the year 2000. That's the only title that they've won this year is that title. Sheesh. Okay. Yeah, so Tua entering the last Where year. Where do we start? Tua, <laughs> yeah. okay, entering the last year of his rookie deal, they yeah. picked up his his fifth-year option, mm-hmm. so they paid him 23.7 this year, 20, 2024, this next so year. This Okay, so next year's his fifth year. Yeah, yeah this is his last year under contract for the, for, for the Dolphins. Going into it. You put on your GM hat. Nope. What would you do with Tua? I think you look at Tua and you think, because here's the truth with Tua. If everything is right, he can he can put up big numbers. But everything has to go right. Okay. 
as including the weather, including the the pass rush, you know that including sounds like. his weapons. What's that? You no, know, we'll correct that. That sounds like who's that? Brock Purdy. Yeah. Okay. So is he the same class quarterback as Brock, um, as Brock Purdy? I, well, the point I was going to make is that I think if you're if you're the Dolphins last night, you look at obviously what Allen can do. Um, you know Mahomes, Stroud. and then you see C.J. Stroud do that, and you think we need more. Yeah, we need better. Um, yeah. I think that's what they should do. What they will do is they'll resign Tua because Tua McDaniel they 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 want to work together. Yeah, he believes in Tua. I, I just don't think they're going to make that hard choice and move away. Were you impressed at all by Tua's play Saturday night? I mean, I, I was just I he, he is what he is, and we know what he is. Like I was I wasn't impressed. I was I, it just confirmed everything I I, yeah. I know about Tua. Yeah. Like I did not expect him to play well in that game. Yeah, I did not expect him to. Um, overcome the elements. I did not expect him to lift his team uh, to play at a level, you know, like in the playoffs, like play better. I, I didn't expect that. Just exactly what I thought he'd be. Uh, just kind of the most average quarterback that you could have asked for. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, yeah, it's. I don't know what I would do. I would. I'd, I'd move on, but it's hard to find a quarterback. So if you have a good one, like you kind of like, why would I give him up? You know, that's a good point because because most people like we need a new quarterback. Okay, well, who though? Yeah, like who's out there? Who's because I'm not arguing. I just said I probably would try to move on, but if there's no option out there, I mean, yeah. then what what are you going to do? You don't have a decent draft pick as far as for a quarterback, unless you're going to take a shot on like someone who you know. Unless like, you make a make a Trey Lance deal and just move up in the draft and pick up. Yeah, or you, guys, yeah, yeah, or you or Justin Fields might be available too. Or yeah. but I'm not sure if Tua to Justin Fields is that's a little risky too. We don't know what Justin Fields is, so I don't know. I don't. know. You might be stuck with Tua. Um, I'm just saying I wouldn't be too excited about being stuck with Tua. Yeah. Also, they have Christian Christian Wilkins, who's on his last – this is his last year. He's now a yeah. free agent. Uh, had nine sacks, uh, 23 quarterback hits, two re- recovered fumbles. Um, the tag for him would be $19 million. They're already projected to be $51 million over the cap. Thanks. So not – I think this is where you kind of have to sign the players that you have because you, because you can go over the cap with yeah. them, but – it's 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 out. It's, they're in a tough spot because you don't really know what to fix. You know what's wrong with it. The it's, one the one out I'll give them is that they were injured. Yeah, for sure. Like they were they're literally uh, James Houston and Melvin Ingram were getting like a lot of snaps, big time <laughs> snaps. <laughs> they were out of uh, which is just crazy. They weren't doing anything with them, but that's all they had because Chubb, uh, Bradley Chubb, and Jalen Phillips were out. Everyone, uh, their their captain on defense was out, and Baker. Yeah. Um. You had you had Rams back there. I think playing decently, but but you know they didn't. They just didn't have a. Zayvon Howard didn't even play this game. Yeah, right. Zayvon Howard didn't play. It's just, it was. It's a rough draw for them, but they just their win now window with the age of some of their players is not very long. So maybe you have no choice but to run it back, run it back, yeah. and see if you can stay healthy and just catch some magic. Um, okay, let's move on here. The Chiefs will move ahead. I already explained their uh, scenarios. Most likely going to be hosting the Bills unless the uh, Steelers can win. Okay, let's go to the Packers and Cowboys, the first game of the Sunday uh, set of games. This, it was great. It was great football. Um, it, was a, it was a good time. Uh, cow, no, cowboy, if you know a Cowboy fan, go check on him. Yeah, get eyes on him. Go, go, go check on him. Invite him over. For, for Don't bring up football. Don't watch the games tonight, especially if the Eagles are winning. Don't God. Up, don't bring up sports at all. Talk about, yeah. you know, uh, what, what's positive right now? Uh, I'll tell you something positive. Not the Jordan Love. Jordan. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's start with the Packers here because we want to talk about the winning teams first. Jordan Love got pulled from a playoff game because they were winning by too much. Where are we? What Four, year is this? 48-32 to 32 is the final score. 
that's because the Packers just completely, maybe a little too much, took the gas off the yeah. took the, the the foot off the gas. Uh, maybe a little too much there. Was not close though. This, this, this don't let the, the, this score fool you. It was not close. It was twenty eight seven to zero at halftime. Twenty seven to seven to seven at halftime. Yeah. yeah, they scored that late touchdown. Yeah. Um, and then I'm just they're never gonna catch them. They're never no. gonna even if they would start to score, they were never gonna stop Jordan Love, and they didn't. All, he's no. the first uh, player, I believe, first rookie or first player uh, to have a perfect passer rating in a, in his first playoff game. God help yeah. him. These Packers freaking did it again. 272, three touchdowns, no interceptions, almost identical stats to C.J. Stroud. Um, Aaron Jones, turning back the clock, 118 yards, three touchdowns. Apparently, he plays well against the Cowboys. I didn't know that. He was the play, uh, him and Jordan Love, you could debate. He, the best player on the field, Aaron Jones, was phenomenal. Yeah. Was the entire offense at most three touchdowns. You're, that's a lot of scoring. Fantastic. I'll say this. Jordan Love is doing things with some of these receivers that – Aaron Rodgers couldn't. Uh, Hold on. Ro- <laughs> I, listen, <laughs> Romeo Dobbs had six catches for 151 yards and a touchdown yesterday. Uh, we didn't even get to see Jaden Reed and like the phenom he's been. Christian Watson had one catch. Um, he just kind of, who was the guy that was going to, he just kind of took what the offense gave him, mm-hmm. uh, to, stuck with the game plan, didn't force it to someone. He, and looked- he looked comfortable. He looked like he was having fun. He's calm out there. Uh, yeah. uh, him and his, his uh, him and the head coach were just their buddies. They saw everything. The, the play call was awesome. They weren't ever panicked. They weren't ever stressed out about anything. A team that has nothing to lose has nothing to lose. So they're just here and here playing with house money in Jerry World. Jerry yeah. went up there just white knuckling his fist as much as he can. <laughs> we're gonna talk with the Cowboys. Let's um, let's, uh, let's but, stay on the Packers for a second here. Moving forward, they're going to play the. San Francisco 49ers in Santa Clara. Tough draw. Uh, at Levi Stadium. They are they're ready just to play a game. You just said something that Aaron c- couldn't do was make these guys good. Nothing Aaron couldn't do, beat the 49ers in San- in Santa Clara. Yeah, I mean if if it's so similar to what's happening in Houston. Um if CJ if CJ Strack beat the Ravens, it's going to blow the top off the narrative. If Jordan Love can beat the Niners in oh my San Francisco. It's going to blow the top off every single Packer fan you know on Twitter. Yeah, You're, they're, they're going to be, and they should because yeah. then you have a phenomic quarterback, um, a guy who's been up and down. I, I, my like the book was out for me on Jordan Love. Um, very impressed by what I saw against the Cowboys. But if I see against the Niners, I'm all in. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it. Impressive, impressive quarterback. Impressive back end of the season. Last eight games, eighteen touchdowns. But this is when this is where you really see what kind of quarterback you are. Playoffs. Yeah. Everyone's watching. Things are faster. A lot more reporters uh, during the week. This week you have a lot more coverage. Didn't see the mind. Yeah, fine. <laughs> and this just him and Strouders on this thing where it's like we're playing with nothing. They have nothing, not, nothing to lose. Yeah, and they're just he he balled out. Um, the youngest team to ever win a, a playoff game. So that's a new youngest team stat for them. To that we'll hear. Quite a bit, probably. And the first seventh seed to win a playoff team. Yes, the first uh, seventh seed to win a playoff game. The um, Cowboys, the only two seeds to ever lose a playoff, the uh, round one playoff game. Right, We're going to get to you in a second. We're going to get to you in a second. Hold okay, on. okay. Uh, Jordan, let's, let's show Jordan Love a little more love here. Um, like you said, last 10 games now, 21 touchdowns, one interception. Yeah. Um, just so, so impressive. Um, I had a couple things on him here. He's the uh, – yeah, here's the stat I was trying to say earlier. Uh, the first quarterback in NFL history – with a perfect passer rating in his playoff debut. That's the that's the one I was trying to say. Um, that's just 
it was almost like CJ Stroud just dominated every headline. Like yep. everything you saw was CJ Stroud is amazing. S- Saturday night. Saturday Sat- night. Sunday morning. And then Jordan Love said, hold, hold my cheese head. Yeah. Let, let me go put my helmet on. Let me cook. Let me show you something real quick. Yeah. They, and he said, I'll, I'll raise you one. He just bent the Cowboys if it's over the fucking post. And just let me tell you right now. <laughs> I'm down for a Packers-Texans Super Bowl. Wait, hold on, hold on. We don't want – this is the elephant in the room. I'm like, down. We're like, are these two actually just going to meet in the Super Bowl? <laughs> like, shout and love. Are they just going to meet in – I mean, why not? Why um, not? Before we move on to the uh, the Cowboys there, because, God, that's going to be fun. Um, let's talk about Jordan Love here because also another thing here is the, the NFC North. Hold on real quick. Yeah. The anticipation I can feel from you <laughs> about the Cowboys losing the playoff game is I, I can feel the heat. Yes. <laughs> it's honestly, honestly, I don't care if the Eagles lose tonight. <laughs> I don't care. The, 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 the Cowboys lost and I'm good with it. You know what? It's not our fault. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. The Cowboys have made themselves the most unlikable team Hold on. Okay, just go ahead. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know me too. Yesterday, I was rooting. I was literally at points jumping about in my chair during the Packer game. And we were, I, you know me. Usually, if I'm watching a game that's not a new game, I'm yeah. just taking it in. We were in a house. Had a Packer fan, a Bronco fan, an Eagle fan, a Ram fan, and a Dolphin fan. All cheering against the Cowboys. Yep. yep. How does that happen, Jerry? Hmm. Um, okay, so I was, well, the point I was going to make before we just we can't yeah. help ourselves yeah. uh, was the NFC North. Looking at Jordan Love, he, okay, I'm, I'm going to switch on something here that I didn't think I would switch on. The Bears got to trade Justin Fields. You, you I, I look, didn't know why. Yep. Yeah. You I'll look at you look at Jordan Love, and you think he, Justin Fields could be good. Um, he could be great, but you, you, you from what you've seen so far, um, I just feel like you're going to need to be able to keep up with this guy, Jordan Love. Justin Fields may not be able to be that guy. And we saw in the last game, we had we had a preview of it. You might have to go to Caleb Williams here and just bet on landing a Patrick Mahomes great quarterback. It's a little bit like, I'm not comparing him to this, just what I remember. When Peyton Manning came onto the scene, AFC South, everyone else in the AFC South was like, oh, crap, we have to compete with this guy. Yeah. We have to take more chances, be more risky with upside. Yep. Fields is tough. I don't know where I am with this one yet. Yeah. Because you saw like, like, crap, he's pretty good. And you're like, if the Bears were in there, would Fields have performed? You kind of don't know. Now we know with with Love and the Bears sitting there with this kid, Williams prospect there. Like he could, he, he's shown stuff like that. It's God the Bears, but um, yeah, Love Love's about to be own this if everything even works out, you know, the way that he thinks it's going to work out. But to own this NFC North, it, they lost it for one year to uh, to the Lions. Next year, I mean, Packers Lions. Put that outside of football every time that they freaking play. That's gonna be a fantastic game. I mean, Jared Goff is is still young. He's gonna play for yeah. a couple more years. They're gonna be good for a couple years. Um, Jordan Love, Kirk Cousins is gonna be back. You better have a quarterback. Like you better be able to put up thirty points. Yeah, you know, like that should be a regular I, thing. I I don't know. I, I don't know. I it's got. I think it got tougher yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the decision to keep Justin Fields a lot more fun though with a healthy Kirk Cousins in in, in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. You know, year what, 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 four now, next year would be Goff and uh, uh, Dan Campbell. And then whatever you do at quarterback with, like, with like the Bears, a fun division. Right. So, pretty exciting. Um, little note here. There is, I think we're T-minus two hours from the time that we're recording right now that Caleb Williams has to declare for the NFL draft. 
So we'll see. Either we'll see. Mr. Paints and Nails is just trying to be a diva here. Hey, nothing wrong with that. It's uh, he's being an artist. He's being he's being himself. Sure. Uh, either Mr. Paints and Nails is being a diva here and just wants everyone to you know watch him do this, or he rocks the NFL world and doesn't declare. If he doesn't declare. That'd be wild. So very quick, if he yeah. if he doesn't if he doesn't declare, you keep Fields right, and you just trade and you just trade the trade you trade the pick. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Absolutely. Okay. Um, okay. Here we go. <laughs> Let's go to the Cowboys here. Tune it up. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys scored 16 points in the fourth quarter. We won't count those. No. Uh, they scored 16 points. We can kind of give them that. Joey, why, why don't you count those 16 points? Because the Packers gave up. The Pack- They didn't give up. They just started looking. They started thinking about the Niners already. Prevent honestly. defense, yeah. Um, let's start here with Dak because yeah. there's a big question here with Dak. Dak is set to um, – So, real quick note, quick note. Uh, for the Texans, Noah Brown placed an IR done for the season. So, another hit to that yeah. Texans wide receiver core. They'll be um, fine. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. <laughs> CJ Stroud, great quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Dak Prescott, not sure yet. He had, a, he had an amazing season. Yep. He was in the MVP race. Um, he he seems like him and Mike McCarthy were simpatico. Like yep. they, they, it seemed like it was going really good. And cool. then just a classic pack, uh, sorry, classic Cowboys ending to the season. First round blowout. Yeah. Dak, uh, he's 30 now. His last going to enter his last year of his deal. Uh, great quarter, like uh, like I said, great year. But in the playoffs, he's now two and five. Uh, much like Tua, like, do you pay someone like that? Who, when you just saw Jordan Love come in there and do stuff that uh, uh, Dak has never been proven at two and five in the playoffs is not a great record. Yeah, um, and he he was. I mean, he finished with four hundred yards. That's because he he threw sixty times. I, I saw this tweet: the most unimpressive four hundred yard three touchdown game by a playoff yeah. quarterback ever. It was not. It should not have been. Don't count that. Oh, Dak, no. That was like fourth quarter. They were just chucking it up because they had to. He threw 60 times. <laughs> that should tell you the whole story. Because they were yeah. losing yeah. the entire game. Um, he, he was just, he was trash. Like, he, I saw, I saw, <laughs> I saw this. I probably shouldn't say this. I saw this picture of him. And it was literally just a giant picture of Dak's head in the bottom and giant bold letters. You see this? Yeah. It just said ass. That was Barstool. That was, that was <laughs> like a, that, that was Barstool. That was a major, you know, sports kind it of It was company. just such an L for the Cowboys, such an L for Dak. And listen, I, I always say this, and you mock me for saying it. No one holds Micah Parsons accountable. Go ahead. For Cook. being this Cook. great pass rusher, this, this uh, on the level with Crosby and Bosa and TJ Watt and Michael Parsons. He should be defensive player of the year in four playoff games. Now eight tackles, one sack yesterday. He had one quarterback hit and two tackles, nothing else. He was. And if you, and that's, and that's honestly surprising. Cause if you watch the game, you where's Mike, Michael Parsons. You didn't see him. He and, wasn't affecting the play. He, I mean, I feel like this, uh, listen, I always say this. I think he's overrated. And yesterday, just another uh, reason to believe that for me. Playoffs, you get put under a microscope. And when you're an elite player and you have all these stats, you've had, what, 13, 13 and a half, and 14 sacks in back-to-back-to-back years, then you do this kind of stuff in the, in, in, in the playoffs, it almost mutes everything you've done in the regular season right. because you can't perform when the lights are brightest. Yeah. Look, we, if we were, hard on, we, were, we were hard on Tua, we're hard on Dak, let's be, let's be fair here. Michael Parsons yeah. didn't show up. If someone's in the running for defensive player of the year, then they deserve to be held to a very high standard. A uh, higher standard. Yeah. yeah, especially in a playoff game. You should be a difference maker. You should yep. be someone that we're talking about today in a positive way because your team won, but he just disappeared. And it's and I've seen it year after year after year, and no one ever talks about it. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of playoff games in his in his uh, 
repertoire because they never go anywhere in the playoffs. But um, I want to talk about Michael Parsons for a second. And then this defense as a whole just shredded. Stephon Gilmore just getting – we've seen him play really good football this year. So I'm not saying to say he's washed. Got cooked. He got cooked over and over again yesterday. There was a play where it was a, a deep a deep post cut a corner drag. Dobbs. And then he cooked it right. And then Gilmore was still running left as Dobbs ran right. But that's not the cornerback I want to talk about. I want to throw this name up to you just as a lob, and I'll let you take it. Deron Bland, all pro cornerback. Um, how many times did thoughts. I say, how many times did I say what I, you know what I'm gonna say? <laughs> so Bronco fan here. If you're an NFL fan, you know Patrick Sertan, top three, top two, top one quarterback, cornerback in the league. Deron Bland makes all pro, which you know he, he had a good, he had a pretty good season. He had a lot of picks, pick, yeah, what six right picks, uh, a lot of touchdowns, whatever. Yeah, I didn't see that yesterday. Where the hell was all pro uh, uh, Deron, Deron Bland yesterday? Yesterday he was responsible for 137 yards that he gave up. Interesting. Himself. Interesting. How what? Meanwhile, oh you have Patrick Sertan just locking down everyone. And then you have Legereus Snead, the other one who was snubbed for that, for that pick, locking down Tyreek Hill in the playoff game. And Deron Bland, just it's just such a – we expect this from the Pro Bowl voting. Yeah, like – Don't some, expect this from the, from the all-pro stuff. Yeah, some like goofy – some goofy add-ins, you know, whatever. Sure. Yeah, but um, Snead locking up Tyreek Hill and the lack of – Total presence that Deron Bland had yesterday on the field with the team's youngest wide receiver core yeah. is makes no sense why he got he got all pro. Like like we just did with Michael Parsons. If if you're an all pro, we're gonna hire, we're gonna hold you to a higher standard. You got cooked yesterday. The all pro looks like a total like fluke now. Yeah. Meanwhile, on the other side, uh he I mean, J.R. Alexander went went against C D Lamb, zero yards allowed, uh, one interception. That's what a that's what a that's what a cornerback like that's yeah. what your number one cornerback should look like. Yeah. And Deron Bland didn't even come close to that, no. let alone an all pro, one of the best in the league. Like, um the defense was bad. Dan Quinton, I think, took a hit yesterday. Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat, like the hottest seat he's ever been on now. Yeah. Um Dak, do you re-sign him? Jerry Jones is just rolling his eyes in the press box. And it's a mess in Dallas. Yeah, they're in a tough spot because here's what could happen. They could fire um Big Mike. Yeah. Right. They can. They have the option of the DAC, you know, you know, whatever. They're losing Pollard this year, free agent. They're losing Tyron Smith, free agent. They're losing Byatt, free agent. They are twenty-one million dollars over the cap. Byatt's are all pro center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not all pro. Pro Bowl. Yeah, Pro Bowl. Not. No, yeah, yeah. Um. Still, they're in a tough spot where this is a transitional period. You could totally kind of see it. There's a lot of contracts coming off. A lot of old guys coming off. Yeah. Quarterbacks coming off. Head coach, you don't know if he's good or not. You have a lot of these powerful head coaches. Available right now, Vrabel, you know, Belichick out there. This could be we could see a different team, but this all goes back to Jerry Jones. Who can who can win or be successful with Jerry Jones? What kind of head coaches want to go into that? Because we were like, well, why why not let have have uh, uh, Belichick go there? Then you see post game Jerry Jones just telling everything about everything, and that's why they Belichick isn't going to go there. The owner had a press conference before the coach did. Before the players did, like he was already talking. The reporters went to went to Jerry Jones. Belichick isn't going to go to that. Belichick's going to be so annoyed by that. Like you're going to lose good co- good a coach, and this is the story of the Cowboys every yeah. since the, since the eighties. You're losing head, uh, he- good head coaches because your owner can't shut the hell up. Yeah, I mean that that's a that's a real issue. That's a that's a reason why they haven't won. I think in so long, it's part, at least part of the problem. Yeah. Um, 
they're, I mean, they're, just, they're just in a rough spot. And I want to kind of bring this up just as a thought because it's going to come up at some point in the offseason. They traded for a young quarterback this offseason. He's been sitting there in silence, learning. He was once a very highly touted prospect, still relatively raw. We haven't seen much of him. Yep. And that is one Trey Lance. So Trey Lance is there. Yeah. Him and Dak on the same year of the last year of their contracts. Much cheaper much to cheaper. sign Trey Lance. Yep. Build a roster around him. So if you're looking to start over, you have a young quarterback in place. Maybe you go get a young coach. Uh, maybe you can lure away a Ben Johnson or some those kind of guys yeah. to work with your young quarterback that you took you're taking a shot on. Save the money from Trey, from uh, from uh, Jack Prescott. Not also an option. Also not a bad bridge quarterback because you kind of we'll, we'll give him a goofy two year deal. Yeah. Say you know kind of like a, a one year prove it two year if you're really good. If yeah. you hit, if you hit, you hit. You, you get a you get a quarterback and you and you've now gained the ability to build around him with a cheaper overall cap number. So you're the GM right now. You're Jerry Jones or whoever the hell the GM is there. Jerry Jones. Um, <laughs> his son or one of his sons. Or, or Jerry Jones. One of the white-haired white men yeah. in that room. Um, what, do you, what are you doing at quarterback? This is the last year of Dak. I'm, I'm, I'm signing. What, what I'm going to do, I'm letting Dak play out the, uh, uh, this year, and I'm signing Trey Lance while Dak's there. As a message, if you don't perform, we have a guy waiting here, buddy. Because quarterbacks are this entire league. It's a quarterback-driven league, 2-5 and five in the freaking playoffs. You can't win like that. And then just if he balls out, you just bring strength. Balls out, you just, yeah. If Dak balls out, then you just sign him. But yeah. if he doesn't, you have your get-out-of-jail-free get out, out yeah. card with Trey Lance. It's going to be an interesting offseason for the Cowboys. Congrats to the Packers. They'll move on and face the Niners. So we'll take a quick break, and then we'll get into the final game of the weekend, at least for Sunday. Uh, the Rams and the Lions. Bear back. Okay, we are back with our final game we're going to cover here uh, on Monday's episode tonight. Of course, two games as the Bills will host the Steelers and the Bucks will host the Eagles. Before we um, talk about those, because we'll, we'll touch them real quick. We already recapped them in Friday's show. Uh, let's talk Rams at Lions. So much emotion pregame, during the game, and postgame. It was a great way to recap. We already oh, sorry, said to it. To cap off the yeah. weekend. You already said it. Yeah. Please, as a – trying to make sense of the of the Lions fans booing Stafford. Please, you tr- just try. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 the, to me, it's obvious. They have their boy Jared Goff. Okay. There's obviously some hard – there's very obviously some hard feelings, more than I thought there was, toward the Rams and how they kind of sent him off. And so they have their boy, their redemption story, their underdog – and they rallied behind him, and in rallying behind him, sometimes you hate the other guy. It's almost like when you're in school and you have your boy, and he's he's uh, he's gonna be, he's gonna he's gonna get dumped, and he starts dating again after he gets dumped. Just by association, you're gonna hate the ex. Yeah, okay, I get you know, because you're, you're like, no, my, I'm I'm for my boy. Yeah, yeah, his screw enemy, you. His enemy, my enemy. Ho. I think that's what happened last night. Yeah, I think they're just they're just siding with their boy. And sorry, ex, we're against you too. Yeah, um, I didn't like it at all. I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> I, I, hated it. I felt so bad because we saw Stafford yeah. with those teams, with those, you know, uh, Jim Caldwell teams, right, for those years. Where he they did were, all he could. They were they they were in it every year for 5,000 yards every year. He had Negatron. He was trying really? his best. He was It was just he, he, he was in the Brady era. He was in the era where Brady and Manning were still in the league, and he couldn't do anything. To me, Matthew Stafford is much closer to Drew Brees than he is Matt Ryan. Thank you for saying this. Stafford balled out yesterday. He's really good. He's very good. He he now has been the quarterback for 
two different receivers who have broke the uh, receiving yards record. Or no, no, the um, receptions. Yeah. Uh, so two different receivers, Calvin Johnson and then and then um, Puka Nakua this year for uh, no, 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 Calvin Johnson and Cooper Cup. Oh, Cooper, yeah, Cooper Cup, duh. Cooper oh, yeah. Cup. And then this year he was the quarterback for Puka Nakua who broke the rookie uh, record for doing um, yards for a rookie. I mean, he's like, yeah, these are great receivers, but it's no coincidence that at the back end of this is Matthew Stafford every single time. So to hate on that kind of quarterback is just like you were lucky to have Matthew Stafford. Yeah, it's a little bit more. It was a little bit like act like you've been here, been here uh, before, but the Lions had never been here before, where they're a good team and they lost another good. You know, it's just it was just honestly it was kind of like a little a little class, a little tasteless. I didn't like it at all. I we were actively cheering against the Lions yesterday because of that. I was. Well, yeah, that that didn't really get what got to me is it is uh, and I don't. I mean, I want to skip the whole game to get to this, but Kirby Joseph, man. I hate. I do not like that man. So explain why. So Kirby why. Joseph, um, a couple of weeks ago, um, sees T.J. Hawkinson in a crossing route and just launches himself helmet first at his shin knee area, torn ACL. Yep. T.J. Hawkinson. Yesterday, Tyler Higby, um, doing the same thing, crossing route and just in the open field, launching himself r- directly into his knee. You see the knee literally bend in the way that's not supposed to. We all knew what happened as soon as it happened. Yep. T- T- uh, Tyler Higby goes down. Who knows what's happening with his career now? He's older, ACL this late in his career. You know, yeah. just, that's, it's just his foot planted with the knee go- a helmet going to his knee. You know what's going to happen. That's almost like a 100% injury. Ri- like, that's going to. But, Joey, that's what the NFL wants to do is gonna go is, is, is go low. Um, Collinsworth, right, last night? Uh-huh. Collinsworth was saying that, he, he, uh, speaking from a player um, obviously he's an ex-player. Speaking from a player mindset, he's like, I'd rather get targeted in my head all day than that hit right there. Because that's that could that could alter careers. Like, look at like Higby now. He's older, got hurt in the playoffs, so he's not gonna be around for the first. No, he'll, he'll be replaced on the roster this offseason. Because of this. Yeah. Because of uh, uh of a hit that was directed towards someone's kneecap head first. Yeah. So I mean, so the only uh, the, at the end of the game I was rooting against the Lions because that pissed me off so bad. But yet I'm still happy. For them, uh, let's get into this game here. We've kind of just floated around some of the headlines, but let's get um, kind of into the nitty gritty here. Twenty-four to twenty-three is the final score. The Lions beat the Rams. Um, Lions here, looking forward. Um, I mean, if there, there was a time this this uh, season where we started to doubt them a little bit, where we started to think, I don't know, maybe this is a little bit of a fraud thing. Maybe they're still too new. Uh, maybe they're going to be a one and done. And yet here they are beating the Rams, which. I mean, to be the two seed and win by one against the Rams, like, you know, it's not terribly impressive. I, what stood out to me yesterday was what, what it's kind of all season, what's been in my mind, the defense. They, although they were hard hitting and they had moments where they were, you know, whatever, Hutchinson had a great game, two sacks. He did. Um, secondary. Stafford was lighting them up. Yeah. I was, this is the one weakness of his team where it's like, I don't trust them at all. They're fantastic against the run, and Collins was talking about that, about how they just decide this offseason they're going to be good against the run yeah. and mission accomplished. It's a mindset, yeah. Which is really good, especially with the teams they're going to face in the NFC yeah. with the Eagles, the Niners. That, that might play really well. But these cornerbacks are terrible. Um, the safeties are good, but they're not really like the coverage shutdown type of safeties. We're just like impact kind of right. in the run game. Talking about Branch and Garner Johnson and Kirby Joseph. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think Purdy tears his team up. I think – Hurts is just fine against this team. I yeah. think Baker Mayfield's just fine against yeah. this team throwing the ball. Um, so going forward, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Offensively, they look pretty balanced. They look pretty. This is what they are. Montgomery really paid dividends yesterday, um, especially on that final drive, making some key plays to put the game away. Yeah. 
Um, Gibbs, um, when he gets the ball. We have to have a talk about Amon Ross St. Brown and the all-pro snub, the Pro Bowl snub. Amon Ross St. Brown is the most underrated, overlooked wideout in the, in the National Football League. It's yesterday, seven, seven catches, 110 yards, caught the game-clinching third-down uh, conversion. Still underrated. I, I don't. I don't really get that. That's the one thing I don't understand about this Lions team is how the you know the running backs get all the love and, and Dan Campbell no love for Amon Ross St. Brown. It, it baffles me that uh, an elite wideout like him. And if you know, you, you might feel like, oh well in fantasy he's good. In real life he's freaking good too. You talking about a Pro Bowl snub? Uh, Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah he yeah. was an All Pro, but still like first team All Pro. No one talks about him in the in the in the in the Tyreek Hill in the. C.D. Lamb, he's just as good as them. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's very good. He's at times just unstoppable. They just you know it's going to him over and over again. There isn't really another big time receiver on this team. Laporta being hurt now, especially, um, he just he just he's done what he always done. He's almost he's almost too reliable. He's almost boring. I think um, I heard a great comp yesterday for Puka Nakua that was Heinz Ward. I think Alvin Ross Brown is very Heinz Ward as well. Just a a um, a tough, very strong. Um, receiver who can still get open, can can know not a athlete that's going to blow you away, but knows how to get open. Yeah, um, you know, not a combine football player, but <clears throat> an on the field like football player. Those tend to be better wideouts <laughs> because they're just you, they're good at being a wideout than more than they are being an athlete. Like they're good at <laughs> getting open, getting getting separation, all that. Yeah. Um, I was going to talk about. Um, sorry, <clears throat> you okay there? Yeah, give me a second. We're gonna cut it. <coughs> Drink something, yeah. I think it's black coffee that's doing it too. Do you have water in here? I'm good. Just give me a second. <clears throat> a player I want to look at um, in this offense is Jameer Gibbs. I think going forward, and I get last night. You wanted to put it in the hands of David Montgomery. Um, David Montgomery wasn't especially explosive, 14 carries, 57 yards. I think Jameer Gibbs could even be more involved in this offense, especially since what we just talked about, about the receiving options being a little bit limited. Um, but, yeah, like you said, very balanced and 5 for 80 for Josh Reynolds. Also a re- revenge game for him. There was some real revenge. I, of, I didn't know it was like that. A lot of emotions in this game. I didn't. I mean, led by Dan Campbell, a very – Outspoken, not emotional. He leads with emotion. Yeah, but he's, he's not like out of control. But he's just yeah, he leads, he leads with emotion. This team is just reflecting him. A very strong, uh, kind of tough-minded football team. And this is just, they won a very tough game yesterday. And whether that was a pi hole, whatever, we're not gonna, we're not get into the yeah. that they won a football game. Yeah. The Lions are back into this realm of their contenders every year. Yesterday we saw Lions fans literally crying once they won. Very feel good, very feel good story for this team. Like, I'm very happy that the Lions now, <clears throat> for my whole life, have been just total ass. Now are now are pretty freaking good. Um, two things I want to bring up. Number one, I'm glad you mentioned the ref thing. It was a terribly rough game. Yeah, I'm not taking away anything from anyone. Yeah, it was a terribly rough game. A lot of big missed calls, like impactful missed calls mm-hmm. yesterday. And that's all I'll say about that. The other thing I thought was kind of cool in in the loss, even um, <clears throat> the Rams. Number one, Puka Nakua broke the rookie receiving record, 181 yards. Um, the other thing was the end. The, see the you see the uh, post game conference for uh, McVeigh. Yeah, he spoke about how because McVeigh almost retired. Yeah, yeah, you know, he was almost like gone. Um, he spoke about how this team kind of brought the love of football back for him, kind of 
recentered him and what he wants to be. I think he's around for a while still, and I think there's a little window here for the Rams. Yeah, Stafford. Um, well, like yeah, yeah. He was always in and out, and then now because of that, you kind of felt you know whatever. Um, but this season, this offseason, now they head into this thing with Aaron Donald every year, uh, retirement, uh, retirement. Stafford's locked up for another two years, so he's not going anywhere. Okay, I think you're running back with Stafford. Okay, so let's talk about the Rams here. You're running back with Stafford. Kyron Williams in Revelation. Yep. Cheap. Fifth-round pick. Puka Nakua is a legit wide receiver one in this league. There's no more doubt. There's no more gimmicky thing no. to, to him. He is the real deal. He's Last night, he was a— he, Tough as hell. Honestly, I don't know who the best receiver on the, if it was Amon Ross St. Brown or Puka Nakua. Which and they're Amara, matching each other. Amon Ross is an all-pro wideout. Exactly. exactly. And first Puka, team all pro. Puka is a rookie wideout, a so, fifth round rookie wideout. So bring him back, that I think makes the um decline of Cooper Cup a lot more um palatable yeah. than the fact that he can just slide into that that other spot. Just number um, two, yeah. Tutu Atwell has played really well this year, kind of given that speed element. Had a big catch uh yesterday. Yep. yep. Uh, with a dot from Stafford. Yeah. Stafford just was dealing. Dying. He was dealing. <clears throat> um <laughs> Yeah, so, so offense is fine. Defense is young, and I think that showed a couple times yesterday. But, but because of this reset, yeah, this reset that that you know, with no draft pick trades, they're now next year in this season, this offseason, they have forty eight million dollars in cap. Yeah, I projected, and a lot of young talent, and not a lot of major guys coming off some and some some linemen that are that that played well, but you can always replace them with better linemen. You yeah. have money now. Yeah. You have the clout of being a super winning coach. Being in LA, Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford, and and, and um, a team that's going to be in these kind of these, these these kind of games, a very sneaky free agent destination. Oh this yeah. is the LA Rams. They've yeah. just declared themselves back into the non-rebuild, still in it. You think of Chris Jones. Yep. You think of Christian uh, Brian Wilkins. Burns. Yep. Christian Wilkins, um, big time defensive talent to come to this team and think the offense is going to put up points. Yeah, that's that's fun for a defend, defender. Yeah, um, I think the first guy at this sign is someone who almost came in at quarterback yesterday. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. We, we were. I wanted we, to. We see were it so close. So badly. When Stafford got concussed, he got concussed. That replay. One hundred percent. He got concussed. <laughs> he blacked out. He came to. We got back up. Yeah, we should have given him bananas. His eyes rolled back. No, no, no. On I did. I, I did mention that in, oh, yeah, in my yeah, yeah. Like he got he eyes roll back like the like the freaking Undertaker and then back and up then just. <laughs> A blank stare, and then, and then dude, back at it, and then back to just deal. What an animal! What a freaking stud, dude! I, I love think Matthew Stafford. It like, yeah, it like made me remember, like, oh, I forgot why everyone loved this guy. He's just, a warrior, just He's a, a gunslinger yeah. who does no passes better than anyone in the league. Still, I don't care if Mahomes or Josh Allen. He's the coolest throwing quarterback still in the league. He does the sidearm stuff. He does the he yeah he does it in game like playoff games. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like not in the preseason Is or. It, or in some training camp video. Yeah, he's doing all that stuff in <clears throat> it, when they're down by four against the Lions, or you know, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, they're in a pretty good spot. Aaron Donald, the retirement thing, you have to deal with that. I don't, no one really knows where he is. He's uh, thir- he's thirty two. Oh no, yeah, yeah, my iPad just died. He is uh, <laughs> aging, but pretty good spot. 48, 48 mil, good a good destination. I'd be very enthused and excited if I was a Rams fan because you know. We're not in a rebuild anymore. We're still in the hunt here. Yeah, so they will move ahead here and, and sorry, not the Rams. The Rams go into the offseason. The, the Lions will move ahead here and play the winner of the Eagles Bucks. That is tonight. Uh, we're just getting to a quick game preview for Monday night's now double header. I'm going to do it again. I didn't have it up. <clears throat> so I'll just throw stuff to you. You just okay. comment. Yeah, my, yeah, it just died. 
Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Cable Williams is in a um, is declaring to enter the draft. Okay. Just broke like one minute ago. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. I got I to get, get a picture of Wolf Ferrell somewhere <clears throat> up here, dude. I yeah, love that guy. God. Uh, we do have some breaking news here. USC quarterback and projected number one overall pick, Caleb Williams, has declared for the 2024 Overall draft, and let the party begin. Chicago Bears, you are on the clock. Bears have, they just peed their pants. They're like, oh, crap, he's coming out. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. Yeah, he's, they're, they have such a decision. I do not envy Ryan Poles and what he has to do and Eberflus and what he has to take on as yeah. a head coach for this team that's going to like, oh, man, oh, God. So we're going to talk a lot of Caleb Williams yeah, this offseason, yeah, 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 uh, but he will to- be in the draft. Um, <clears throat> just waited for the last literally thirty minutes left before he announced. So. Thank you, thank you for telling for doing this during the show. Though now we can add it, yeah. add it to our show. Um, okay, so let's get into the uh, the first game. It's going to be Steelers at Bills. Um, I don't know if you saw what the Bills Stadium looks like this morning, but just beautiful. It's going to be like visually, it's going to be fun to watch. Honestly, it looked beautiful. Like snow on the floor, clear clear skies. skies. Like oh, the field God. is the field is that green where it's like oh that looks like a cold cold. Grass, yeah, but it's nice and clean. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Um, might not be fun for the Steelers. No, no, TJ Watt, uh, Mason Rudolph still gonna start. Um, so we we, we broke that this game already. Yeah, um, they need to run the ball. Um, Bills, if they win, will go to Kansas City. Okay, okay, and um, I think they have a good shot against Kansas City. And then Steelers, if they win, they go to <clears throat> Steelers. If they were to win, they would go and lose to the Ravens. Sheesh, Joe, give them a chance here. <laughs> you don't have a chance at all. Oh, God. <laughs> Against the Ravens, I, not I'm trying to think a little optimistically. Maybe they ball out. I mean, maybe yeah, something happened. Know. Maybe Josh know. Allen has too many turnovers tonight. Mason Rudolph. Maybe. I, look, look. F- football is a crazy thing. We don't know what can happen. <laughs> if you're in the dance, you're in the dance. Who knows what can happen? But most likely, yeah. the Bills are going to win. Yeah. That game's at 1.30. That's just in two hours here uh, from when we're recording. Woo! So we got it. Get some love right here. here. Yeah. Um, okay. And then the the other game will be the Eagles at the Bucks. This game has a lot riding on it. And I'll just say this as an Eagle fan: I have never seen the Eagles go into a playoff game with such a wide array of outcomes. If they lose and they look bad, we could see Jeffrey Lurie fire Sirianni, fire the coordinators. Kurtz isn't going anywhere. Um, but might be the last game for Jason Kelsey. Might be the last game for Fletcher Cox. Might be the last game for Brandon Graham. Um, so we could see kind of a young, new Eagles team next year. If they win, they win the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. If they win, people are going to start saying, well, maybe they got it right. Maybe they're right because they, they, their success was that recent to where you, you can you can trick yourself into thinking, oh, they fixed it. Yeah. You know, they, they got it right now, <clears throat> which I would have a hard time believing still, but I think most fans would, would kind of believe that. <clears throat> so a couple you, of big news. Sorry, go ahead. No, just, no just, 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 just to echo that, like I said for the uh, – uh, for the uh, Pittsburghs, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, just get in it. If you figure it out now on the fly, who cares? Just figure it out as fast as you can in the playoffs. Buccaneers one uh one win in the last five games. Not a team that's hot right now, right? But neither are you. So maybe this is a nice little little quiet blessing in disguise. You get a team that's not also not playing well. You get right against them. Then who knows? Who knows? Yeah, both teams coming into this game uh, one and five in the last six or one and four in the last five games. Yeah. 
um, both, you know, kind of just backing into the um, the playoffs here, but both in the playoffs because at some point this season they were really, really good. Yeah. And so we'll see what happens. Um, over the weekend, though, some Eagles news did break that we didn't know last Friday, and that is that A.J. Brown will not play. Yeah. No A.J. Brown. They played him last week. That's going to be a big talking point if they lose because they played him in a game where all the Cowboys had to do was beat the Cardinals to clinch the East, and then the game was meaningless for the Eagles. Yeah. So a lot of people felt that the Eagles should sit their players. They play them. A.J. Brown hurt. Jalen Hurts didn't practice all week, didn't throw a ball all week because he dis- dislocated his finger. Um, Devonta Smith banged <clears throat> up. Devonta Smith banged up, although he's going to play, but yeah, yeah an ankle. Um, so we'll see if that makes an impact. Uh, obviously, A.J. Brown at times has been our best player. Yeah. Um, just overall. So... Look, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and 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 on the Bucks side, if they could just get hot, hot, yeah, offensively and shut down the. I mean, they did play prior. Uh, was that week four or five? That was early, early on. Yeah. Um, uh, Eagles ran the ball over them. Eagles shut down the run. I remember when they used to do that. Man, that was nice when they used to do that. <laughs> that was a good time. I remember they used to be. When they used remember to be when we were hot. Um, they haven't stopped the run. Win, you know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> It's just I almost don't even like looking back at that game because it's just almost like because we didn't even reference the Texans Browns matchup before. Yeah, because CJ Stroud didn't play. It was just a different team. Yeah, it wasn't the same. Um, this feels like very much that it was. Just, it was a different team. Eagles were in a different place. We didn't know what the Bucks were yet. Yeah. Um, I think I, I think defensively, I think Eagles are going to struggle to run the ball, <coughs> and I think uh, there's an opportunity for the Eagles to throw the ball because besides Winfield, that Bucks secondary sucks. Yeah, so Bucks have a have a puncher's chance here. They have a pretty good defense, the offense kind of up and down. But I mean, you get what you can from Baker Mayfield. You have two good wideouts. You have Rashad White, pretty good, who's 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 pretty good running back. Yeah, off his line, who's you know solid left tackle. The rest of it's okay. But yeah, it, it's the playoffs. I mean, you you never know. Hurts starts throwing interceptions or fumbling, whatever. Buccaneers get hot at the right time. Mike Evans goes off. <clears throat> you know, you, you never know. And it's in Tampa. Darius Slay's, Darius Slay's back. So hopefully that helps because Mike Evans has been unstoppable this year. Phenomenal. Um, Chris Godwin, I think, is someone who can really kill the Eagles because they haven't had an answer at, at the um, the slot. Maddox, just coming off the injury, isn't going to jump back into that. He'll go to safety. Yeah. So Godwin could really eat. Yeah. Um, I think the one uh, saving grace might be that Baker Mayfield is very hobbled. Yeah. Like his ankle is really bad. There's a chance he wasn't going to play this week. Yeah. And so <clears throat> Eagles pass rush. They have to get it done. We'll see. This is a pretty exciting game. Pretty good ending to this yeah. awesome. Hopefully these games are good. And if you're listening to this after the games, well, hey, yeah. <laughs> what a game, huh? Yeah. Wild. What a game. Oh, my God. Can, e- Eagles going to Detroit next week. Can you believe that ending? Put some put some random stuff. No, don't in even there. say that. God, what a blowout! What what a crazy Eagles are game. back. Eagles, Baker Mayfield's awesome, or <laughs> so, you know, something like that. Can Baker win the Super Bowl. Mason Rudolph <clears throat> is he the real deal? Oh gosh, yeah, can you imagine that won't happen. Um, <laughs> that was fun, man. Playoff football is fun. We'll fun, see you fun, again fun. Uh, Wednesday. To talk about these two games, and then look ahead to uh, to next week. I have um, um, a couple of those projections here. I know the. Texans will play either the Ravens and Chiefs at 1.30 on Saturday. So Texans-Ravens to kick it all off again. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 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 And then the nightcap on Saturday will be Packers at Niners. Two. Um, Woo! And then Sunday, <clears throat> Eagles and Eagles or Bucks at Lions to kick the, the day off at 1 o'clock. Good game either way. And the nightcap will either be KC at Buffalo or Pittsburgh at um, – or Pittsburgh losing to the Ravens <clears throat> at, uh, I think, 3.30 or 3.30 Pacific. We won't say Eastern because we're in LA. Yeah, LA. <clears throat> Last thing I want to talk about real quick. I know it's been a, it's been a it's been a big show. <laughs> um, the All Pro voting came out, and we referenced it a couple times. A couple mm-hmm. things I want to bring up. 
Obviously, you're furious. Sertan isn't. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. First or second team. <clears throat> but a couple things I want to point out here for um, first team All Pro uh, voting at quarterback. Okay, this was Lamar Jackson's year in every single way. He got 45 votes. No one else had more than two. Yeah, Brock Purdy had two. Dak Prescott had two. Might be too much for Dak Prescott. Yeah, and Josh Allen had one. <clears throat> um, three players who did not make the Pro Bowl made it to their first team. Uh, made it to the first team All Pro team. That kind of shows you how much of a joke. Sometimes the Pro Bowl is not, yeah, not a joke. Just like it's don't really rely too much on all on right. Pro Bowl selections. It's not really the same. And I think soon here we're gonna start seeing in contracts because a lot of times there's incentives tied to Pro Bowl voting. Yeah. I think we might see that pulled a little bit here because yeah. there's some ridiculous stuff going on with people getting into the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it might was, just be all tied to the All Pro team. Yeah, mm. if I was a guy, like don't put that in my contract. I don't Pro Bowl. I'm like no, like right. what if I have a good, uh, an All Pro season? No one puts <clears> me into the Pro Bowl. So let me say that again: three people who did not make the Pro Bowl made the first-team All-Pro team. Number one is Amon Ross St. Brown. You touch that. Just no respect. I don't know why. Stud. It, it's crazy, too, because you would think, like, the fantasy um, community community would understand how good this guy is. But Still doesn't. So far, yeah. not there. Uh, Jets linebacker Quincy Williams. Dog. He's been fantastic. Yeah. Maybe because they were so bad this year. Yeah. He's overlooked. And then Buck safety, Anton Winfield, a free agent. We'll see him tonight. Yep. Phenomenal. Uh, next year, we playing for the Eagles. In phenomenal safety. I mean, for the Broncos. Please, please. Very good safety, uh, underrated, overlooked, <clears throat> all of it. There were three unanimous first team All Pros. Can you name them? Oh God, that's a lot. Uh, Chris, Ma- no, no, Chris McCaffrey nailed it. Tyreek Hill, yes. Is it offensive defense? It's a defensive player. Fred Warner. Fred Warner. Oh wow. my gosh! I, I I promise you I didn't look look it up. Good work. And your iPad's dead. So my iPad's dead. So yeah, <laughs> this is all top of my head. Uh, so congrats to those guys, all pro team. That's always really fun. Uh, that's our show for today. Thanks so much for joining us. Hope you had a great weekend. And it's not over yet tonight. Enjoy your day off. Enjoy some football today. Double what header. a great day this is. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Happy MLK Day, guys. Oh Get my some God. football. Football. Get get some beer going. Get some food going. Let's go. See you Wednesday. Peace.